0: Oh, doing that? Oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, I yeah. took a nap this afternoon <laughs> <laughs> in preparation, because you always say I look tired. So, so, so I was thinking, mm, I've actually got some time. I think I'll like knock a twenty-minute nap, power nap, out of the way. So I guess that worked.
1: Oh, I thought you meant, like you slept for like three hours, and now. You're oh only no! And I wish
0: I had time for that.
1: Yeah. All right. All right so. All right, guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel, Upload past cross Pros, Facebook page, Sean Christopher Jenkins, my other, y'all know, y'all know the drill, man. All right, so uh, I'm here with my boy, Justin Howe. Uh, he has a YouTube channel called Chaplain's Log. Um, he's also on Facebook, Justin Lee Howe, and on LinkedIn, is Justin Howe. But anyways, guys, um, I have people ask me questions on social media all the time. Sometimes I have time to get to the questions. Other times I don't. I haven't gotten to the questions in a while, so but I need you guys to keep on asking me questions. Keep on DMing me questions. I'll get to them, Um, and I'll do videos on them like I'm doing for this guy right here. All right, so I have somebody DM me and uh, ask me this question. So you guys make sure to follow this guy. Uh, His username is right here. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but it looked like testo underscore 91 underscore. Follow him. So he asked us a good question. Um, and I think he was pretty much asking us, you know, how do you help other people in their faith? So I'm pretty sure that's what he's asking with this. Is that what you got, Justin? Yeah. All right. So normally I answer questions all by myself on videos, but I got Justin today. So I want to utilize him with this question. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, to start off answering your question, you know, how do you help other people in their faith? Like that's the whole goal of the Christian life. That's what we're talking about with first Corinthians all in our Bible study so I need to share my screen again. <laughs> you guys need to go through our Bible study just as in our uh, in the Bible study with me and we've been going through uh, the book of first Corinthians and you'll see all videos that we've done on our on that Bible study right here uh, on my YouTube channel so y'all just check that out but anyways um yeah all throughout the book of first Corinthians Paul's whole point and the whole point of Christianity and the whole point he's trying to convey to the Corinthian church, especially and to all believers of all time is the whole goal is to reach people for Christ. The whole goal is to save. you can't save souls, but the whole goal is to give people get people to the person who can save souls, which is Jesus Christ. Like the whole goal in this life is to get people not just through this life, but to give them everything they need in this life, because we know sex ain't what they need. We knew, we know fame ain't what they need. We knew, we know money ain't what they need. Sex, what I already said, sex, weed ain't what they need. You know, all this stuff ain't what they need. They need Jesus. So that's, I'm just starting off like that. Justin, I'm gonna let you start answering the question man.
0: Man, the first thing I want to say is people want to know how much you care before they care how much you know. Like, it's really easy to be Bible thumping or treating your friends as a project, but they're not projects. They're your friends. And I think developing like that good relationship with somebody opens doors. Like maybe that doesn't necessarily um, help someone in their faith, but like just connecting with somebody and showing that you care about somebody is the right starting point. Like don't treat them as a project. Don't treat them as like um, your non-believer friends. Just treat them as a friend first and the rest will follow. And secondly, just like live by example. Like uh, I know, like a lot of international students, I hang out with. Like uh, they, like they don't necessarily know all the ins and out of the Bible, but they do. They will watch you as an example. So if you're walking the walk, they'll. If you're walking the talk that you talk about of being a Christian. Um. They're going to notice stuff like that. Like if you're saying you're Christian and that you like to go to church, but then you're out partying on Saturday nights before you go to church on Sunday morning, they're going to pick up on that stuff. So you have to like live by an example, which I think uh, clues people in on something different about you, because like as Christians, they're going to notice um the life that God's given you, they're going to notice like something different. They're going to want to know what that difference is in your life. Like, why does it seem like you're so blessed or content with your life? And that's what opens the door to like being able to have those conversations.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm going to tie in first Corinthians 12 with it, man. Cause like, as soon as he asked me that question, that's the first thing I thought about.
0: Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a good, good chapter for that exact question.
1: Right, what do you? i to let you answer it first. Go ahead. Like, if you heard the entire first Corinthians 12 with it, like, oh, no, yeah.
0: Um, no, I don't have it, I don't have it in front of me though, so you go on ahead.
1: Yeah, like, God has manifested himself inside of you. If you're a believer, the spirit has manifested himself in you. That means you have a spiritual gift or you have multiple spiritual gifts. But either way it goes, like, God is within you and he's living through you and he's making his presence known throughout the whole entire world, and so. A lot of us hoard, hold in and hold back who we really are in Christ when we really should be just be letting it just ex- exfoliate. I don't know what word I'm trying to use, but like we should just let it flow out of us instead of yeah. trying to be like the world and, and hold it in. So like it's easy for people to talk, you know, with their mouth. That's what people think, like. Jehovah witnesses, people like that, like they think talking and reaching people for Christ, like, you know, that's how you get saved, you know, this is what I got to do in order to get to heaven, like words is just extra, that's like the cherry on top, people look at actions like Justin was saying, so the spirit has manifested himself in you, and he has given unto every man that which pleases God, (laughs) that which is purposed by God, and that which will benefit all mankind, all the church, all the body of Christ, everybody. So, like Roman Paul says that in First Corinthians 12, right? So, um, I'm not even gonna break it down because you guys can go through our series on First Corinthians 12 on my YouTube channel Upload Past Crossroads and see everything that me and Justin said about that, and uh, on my series why I go to church as well on my uh, uh, on Upload Past Crossroads my YouTube channel. But anyways, on my one of my videos I did, Justin, this is why. I, like the first thing I thought about was this video I just did. So I just did a video on um. Hey, look at us! I just did a video on why go to church? Don't rob the church of your uh, gifts. So you guys make sure to watch that video. And I literally talked about um, this this question that this this guy asked. So y'all make sure again to follow um. Testo underscore ninety one underscore. Follow him. All right. So oh, I'm not sharing my screen anymore, am I? They didn't see that.
0: Oh, you were not right now.
1: Oh, okay, good. All right. So they saw that they saw him. Yeah, I, I think that... I'm getting good at navigating. Okay, cool. So <laughs> maybe I don't think they did. Though. I think you just saw it. But anyways, one of the scripture verses I used was Romans one verse eleven through twelve. Justin, watch this one. So uh Paul said, "For I long to see you that may, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift, to the end ye may be established. That that is that." I may be comforted together with you by mutual faith, both you and me, right? Man, that's so powerful. So I, I'm going to read again and then break it down. So for as long, I long to see you. So as believers, when two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. I feel God's presence. You need to long to be around other believers, to see the giftings and the talents and to see the glory of God manifests himself through other believers. So you want to share your faith? That's how you share your faith. You share your faith by sharing who God, who you are in the body of Christ, like 1 Corinthians 12 talks about. Who you are in your function in the body of Christ. By not trying to be anybody else. By not trying to preach like anybody else. Your gift's not to preach. By not trying to be an eye if you're not a foot. Like it talks about in 1 Corinthians 12. Like, this is how you reach people people in the faith. Right? It's It's like, like Justin started off saying before we got on film, he said that this is a real broad question. Like there's many ways to reach people for Christ. So it's not just words. It's action. It's about what you do on a daily basis. That's literally what it is. How you treat people? How do you love people? So if you're hoarding your spiritual gift, is that loving people? Like if, if you're holding who you are in Christ, is that loving people? But also you're called to love the church, not just, you know, unbelievers, not just try to reach people in the world. How are you going to reach? People for the world, you don't even function right in the family of God. Uh-huh. You should get along with in general. Easy, right? Like, that's not even a debate. Like, so, so like, yeah, for how long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. Oh my gosh. Like, there's a spiritual gift for a time, right? So, depending on the time, is when you should be using your spiritual gift. You shouldn't be using your spiritual gift 24 7, seven times a week. Like, you can't use it everywhere. You You only use it when it's presented to you. The opportunity presented to you. You shouldn't be trying to force it. If you're trying to force it, you're not going to reach nobody, right? So you have to let it flow, you know? So uh, God's not the author of confusion. He's literally, everything's already crafted and needed for you to just flow into it. You know what I'm trying to say? So uh, for I, I, I may impart unto you some spiritual gifts. So all of us should be longing to impart unto other people our spiritual gifts, you know, just being used by God in some kind of way. That's to break it down. Why? So that ye may be established, we we won't be established. We won't be stabilized in life. We won't we won't have like the guidance and the the life and the motivation, the hope we need in this life if we're not utilizing our spiritual gifts and giving it unto others, man. So verse twelve, that is that I may be comforted together with you by mutual faith, both you and me. So we both edify each other. We don't just edify each other. We edify with all. That's literally I'm repeating myself again. First Corinthians 12, verse 7, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. It's to profit everybody, not just the church, not just the body of Christ, the whole world. We're called to be lights unto the world. So, like, how do you help other people in their faith, man? You use your spiritual gifts. What are the spiritual gifts, man? The gifts of prophesying. Uh, speaking in tongues, miracles, but who got that, right? So, like, <laughs> uh the gift of help, just helping other people, just be love. Love is the greatest gift. First Corinthians 12, verse 31. But cover earnestly uh, the best gifts, and yet show I show unto you a more excellent way. There's a more excellent way than just using spiritual gifts. There's a more excellent way than just trying to reach people for Christ through action, and that's through love. Love is the greatest action. Love is action. First Corinthians 13, verse 4 through Seven and eight, just the whole chapter is talking about how love is action. You know, love is kind. Love doesn't, you know, seek its own good. Love isn't pumped up. That's all action words. So love takes action. It isn't just talk. So like, you know, so yeah, Justin, you had anything else, man?
0: Mm, I will. Oh shoot, what was I going to say? Um. Yeah, I think um, I think it was like a Saint a Saint Francis from Assisi. He said, uh, preach the gospel, use words sparingly. And like, I thought that based on what something you said, Mm -hmm. Uh, just because like we like um, talking, the talking portion should like uh, not be our primary focus, but like sometimes when we do have to like answer questions, um, when when we have that door that's open, through our actions or through the example that we've lived by or through our spiritual gifts, um, we have to be prepared to explain why we believe in something as well. I think it is good to like uh, follow God and to show obedience. But sometimes when people ask why we believe in something, I think it's important that we prepare ourselves with um, studies or like digging into the word or praying into like really know what it means to believe in something. So that way, we can, it'll be second nature to explain that to one of our friends. Like it's, it's very, when we get asked a question, it's very difficult to go through that process and explain it to a person. It should already be integrated into our lives already. Like it should already be part of why we do use the spiritual gifts that we've been given. Mm -hmm. So I think like, uh, just, uh, diving into the word and like, Watching Sean's uh, YouTube channel are like really important to just know know what the Christian life is like for your life.
1: Right, that is powerful that you said that, man. Because like I use First Corinthians twelve thirty one for you. Uh, no, well, that's not First Corinthians. First Corinthians twelve verse thirty one, but cover earnestly the best gifts. Right, so like there's a time and a place for everything. That's Ecclesiastes three. There's a time for war. There's a time for peace. There's even a time for hate and a time for love. Like mm. that's not really the text, but you got you get what I'm saying. Like there's a time and a place for everything. So there's a time to, you know, uh get money, there's a time to, to sleep and rest. Like you can't just live life in one dimension, one way. So you gotta know what season it is. You gotta be ready in season and out of season, like the Bible says. So like you can't just be gun ho and trying to just you know reach everybody. Can You try to reach everybody, you're not gonna reach nobody. And that's literally what we study in First Corinthians. You remember when Paul said, "I'm not going to reach everybody, but I'll reach some." You remember we pointed that out in one chapter, Justin's like so. Yeah, like you're not going to reach everybody, but you can reach some, and you only reach some by literally taking advantage, taking advantage of every opportunity, seizing every moment when it presents itself. It has to present itself. It's not something that you can just force. So, like, how to help other people in, in the faith, man? You gotta pray. You gotta discern. The time and the situation, and and the only way to do that is through preparation and prayer, like knowing God, hearing from God, and knowing when to act. And that's hard to do because a lot of times we think we hear from God and we act when we shouldn't. We should just shut up. And I got so many testimonies on that, Justin. Like that's a really good question. Like, like I I didn't have no questions, but I got one now. So like, tell me about a time where you didn't. what am I trying to say? Oh no, he he, he left. <laughs> His video went out, guys. But yeah, he'll come back in a minute. But yeah, basically the question is, guys, like tell me about a time where um there's a time where I messed up really in the Christian life. And that's when I um in the FCA camp, I was in FCA camp uh one time and uh when i was at fca camp they were asking questions so all the trainers all the teachers of this fca camp so it was a middle school camp my first ever fca camp i ever went to <laughs> and they had a we had to go to this camp at least three days or two days before all the campers showed up and it's like a six day camp in total something like that right so we're there for almost a week so all the trainers and teachers of the bible And all the people who were going to be teaching the kids had to meet there the first three days or something like that. And it was a training thing where we had to go through some type of training. They asked us certain questions. They basically just get us ready to meet our huddles and just uh, get us ready to talk to people. And so, uh, yeah, guys, when I was at that training thing, oh, my gosh, it was so embarrassing. I don't even want to say it. But um, they were asking us questions, right? So they were asking all of us difficult questions. And basically trying to figure out how will we answer this question with kids. And so I literally took out time to answer every single question. Every question. Like I'm telling you, it's all of us. It's like 30 cuddle leaders, 30 teachers, uh, for the kids. And um, they're asking all of us questions, you know, how are you how are you gonna answer this? What's this question in the Bible? Answer it, like, and I answered everyone, everyone, guys. People. Other believers, this is other believers, other Christians were getting frustrated with me, but they didn't tell me, you know, because they're so loving and stuff. But they were just, they told me after the fact, years after the fact, all the ones I got close with, they're like, Yeah, man, Sean, you you should have shut up, man. you just answering every question. And it wasn't just that I answered every question, guys. I answered every question with three scripture verses or six scripture verses without looking at it. Just answered the Bible, just straight with the Bible truth. And that's nice, but guys. There's a time and a place to sit. There's a time and a place for everything. There's a time to talk. There's a time to shut up. So as Christians, you're not always called to talk. So what what lesson did I learn? Next time around when I had another FCA camp that next year, you want to know I did with the training course thing? (laughs) I shut up. I didn't answer a single question that next year at Lake And I think it was in 2013. So at Lake Junaluska, we had to get together for the Two days, I think, that, that time. And so God was trying to, you know, what you learned this time around. So it was the second test. So if you don't pass the test the first time around, God's going to make it repeat, right? So uh, during that time, uh, they asked us questions again. Asked the other leaders, you know, what are you thinking about this in the Bible and this about the Bible? How are you going to answer this and that? I didn't answer a single one. And then there was one question that nobody could answer. Nobody knew the answer to. It was like the last question, too. Everybody was just stumped by this question. Nobody knew it. And you know what I did? Guys finally told me to answer the question. Like, God literally spoke to me and said, go ahead, Sean. They really wanted to know what the answer was. I was the only one that knew. And I said it. I probably used 20 scripture verses. But I don't even think I used a scripture verse. Yeah, I did. I always do. But anyways, guys, I was so quiet. So when I finally did speak, just imagine the impact. But I didn't talk the whole day, for two days. Everybody else answered every question. I didn't answer one. And then I finally talked and answered one. You should have seen it. Everybody was like, wow, like, unbelievable. Like, I reached more people for Christ that day than any other day, right? That's how you reach people for Christ. You seize the opportunity, seize the moment. You don't try to showboat. You don't try to force things. You don't try to be seen and be known. You wait for the opportunity to present itself. You don't have to answer every single question. You don't have to try to, try to, reach your manager for christ by trying to talk to him about christ every single day like if he's interested it will come so oh justin just got back on yeah sorry i lost
0: signal. oh it's been happening with the with the snowy weather sometimes i'll lose signal it's fortunate i didn't lose it for the first two sessions
1: yeah man It's, it's cool man i'm glad i'm glad uh i was stuck But it got me. I don't know what question I was going to ask. I just had to tell a story. I just told a story. I don't know if I ever told you. I told a story about uh, how how at FCA camp, one FCA camp, the very first one I went to, they asked all the huddle leaders all questions about the Bible, like how we would answer the question with children that were going to be in our Mm. huddle and how we're going to teach the Bible to them. And I I answered every single question that there was, and there was like 30 huddle leaders. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, every question. They asked at least like, 80 of us, and i answered every single one and oh. yeah so they told me after the fact after years they were like Yeah, sean you should have shut up man like because i kept on saying like four or five six scripture verses, every single question i answered every question justin
0: yeah yeah you yeah. need to give some other people chances though right
1: <laughs> so you reach, go. yeah you want to reach people to christ that's not the way to do it man like you don't have to talk all the time like just shut up mm-hmm. And then I said the whole point, like, I said like, um, lessons repeat itself in life. Like, you don't pass the test the first time, God's not like a teacher on earth that's just going to pass you to the next course. It's God. He knows what you've been struggling with, right? So, obviously, he's going to, you know, make sure you pass the test so you can get to the next lesson, right? So, yeah, like, uh, I had to repeat the same thing. It was a two-day test this time around for all uh, teachers and huddle leaders and stuff, and that next year, Justin, I didn't, I didn't answer a single question. Like, I just I just let it okay. go, let it flow. And, uh, yeah, it was for two days, Justin. I didn't, And then they asked one question at the very end that nobody could answer. And everybody was fine. And the teachers wouldn't move on until we answered the question. Because mm. they didn't even know the question, answer either. So I answered it. Oh, what? Yeah, I, I answered it, man. And I used so many scripted verses, But still, like, it was a perfect answer. And, like, mm. everybody was in awe. Like, they all looked at me. Like, I ain't talked for days, right? They thought I yeah. do nothing, and then they looked at me. And then afterwards, all of them asked me questions and, like, you know, just sort of asking me about God and stuff like that. So, yeah, like, just, just a time and a place to shut up, and just a time and a place to sit down and be quiet, you know what I mean? Yeah, so time and a place for everything. You just got to know what that time is. So, yeah, that's that's how yeah. I answered that question. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: that's a good, yeah, that's a good story for that, yeah.
1: Sorry, your video went out, man. But I was stuck anyway, so it helped, it helped me to get through it. Cause I ain't know, if, I shouldn't have tried to answer a question anyway. I should have just told that story. But if you Thank had, goodness. that's. What, I was basically trying to say, ask if you had a story like that, where you didn't discern a situation the right way mm. as a believer, and you didn't reach anybody for Christ because you didn't discern a situation and really listen to God in that moment. Oh you know? yeah. That's yeah. That's the question. Yeah.
0: I'm sure I do. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm positive. I do that. I've had plenty of moments where I didn't discern what God actually wanted me to do. And I just opened my mouth.
1: Right.
0: I oh, can't think of any right now, though. <laughs>
1: yeah, That's the whole point, man. You don't got to always open your mouth. Just let God use you through your through your work. Through yeah. your That's good. You
0: learn from that situation, though. That goes back to regrets. Yeah. <laughs> you have you have to look back on your past. Not as like a focusing on it, but using it as a learning experience.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Alright, man. You ready to you, you don't answer that question?
0: Yeah, I think I'm, yeah, I yeah. I feel like I dumped everything I wanted to say right at the very beginning instead of mm-hmm. spreading it out.
1: Right, I spread it out, but I hope we answered the question, though, how to help other people in their faith. Like, I feel like something's missing. I don't know that. mm.
0: Oh, I do got one more thing. Like sometimes it's sometimes we feel like the weight of saving one of our friends lies solely on our shoulders. But that's not the case. Like God has introduced a lot of people into their lives. They say it takes an average of 17 different people to talk to a person before they um, before they turn to God or before they consider God. And, like, you don't know if you're number one, two, or even 17. Like, you can't expect to be the 17th person and see a person changed right away. Sometimes you're just a building block. Um, But the important thing is that you have to put yourself out there. You have to not be afraid for those conversations to talk about God with your friends as well. Like, don't go into it thinking that this person's soul is all on your shoulders. That's up to God. Like, God is the one who moves people, who um, who sprouts the seeds. Like, it's just our responsibility to be ambassadors and um, act as tools for God. So that's important to remember. Right.
1: All right, so based on a video, let's just keep it a summary. <laughs> you see my screen? Yeah, I see it. All right, so how to help other people in their faith. We got through love, through spiritual gifts. Which means preaching, speaking, just helping, etc. can't think of stuff right now. Oh, just season an opportunity when it presents itself. I think. So meeting the need when it presents itself. You got anything else?
0: Hmm, let me see. That's the gift of health. So that's the spiritual gift. I guess just be ready. You never know what opportunities God presents you. Yeah.
1: that is powerful man because that does make me think about when i jesus, like how
0: you phrased that that's a good one
1: yeah that made me think about when jesus washed the disciples feet that was a need right Uh huh. somebody had to do it and the disciples refused to do it and who did it the chief the master the king uh-huh. the lord god washed the disciples feet so the the most the one who should have Should have had everybody watching his feet. He watched everybody's feet. He did the humble thing, right? That's so powerful, because I was going to say something with that. Were you going to say something?
0: No, I was just agreeing with you. You
1: know, I think the biggest thing is just humbling yourself. Like, that, yeah, like, you can't be prideful. You can't be Uh thinking you're better than other people. You got to meet people where they're at. Yeah, you say that all the time. Yeah. Meet people where they're at. And, yeah, just... Then that ties in with First Corinthians twelve. We've been talking about that, man. Like you don't think any, you shouldn't think anybody's less significant, less vital, less important, uh-huh. you know, in, in any arena in life, but especially in the church. Like, but when you're trying to reach people for God, like you don't look down upon sinners, the people who are uncomely. Those are the parts we should be covering up with the most love, right? With the most compassion. With those who lack, we should be pouring in even more uh covering them up even more with the love of god right so and that's yeah. all like these scripture verses in first Corinthians 12 and that's what i've been talking about my youtube channel a lot like just just that that part in first Corinthians 12 man like um i'm gonna read it just in case. yeah because
0: i think that is a big danger is to put ourselves on a pedestal or a soapbox and preach down on somebody yeah but we're gonna preach more people if we're actually
1: level with them oh. Wow, awesome. I'm gonna write that down. Don't preach down at people. Alright, cool. I like <laughs> yeah.
0: I like how we thought we were done like a few minutes ago, but we kept coming up with more stuff.
1: Yeah, I hope we got every like we covered as, much as possible. I, yeah, I not i don't want him to be like y'all didn't answer my question at all.
0: Yeah, I mean that's—it's definitely a learning opportunity. I don't think we're going to answer it fully because every situation, every relationship is going to be different. Yeah. Like you—you just have to learn. Um, you have to learn how to approach your own friend. Like you know them better than we would know them. So how I would approach some of my friends might be different than how you approach yours. So like we're not good for sure. It's just something you have to pray and lean God on, lean on God for.
1: Thanks a lot. Now I got something else to say, Like, I was about to, say, I was good. And then you just said, Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. you remember when we did the salt and light of the world Bible study, I think you were there, yeah. with me, right? And I yeah, talked about, said. yeah, I talked about how salt like is silent. It doesn't make any noise. Right. So like, When you put salt on food, it dissolves itself. Like, you can't even see it anymore. You're the salt and light of the world. God called you the salt. Like, there's salt. Salt's ridiculous. First of all, like, I forgot everything I was about to say. But, like, with salt, man, it it gets to know the substance. It becomes one with the substance. So, like, Mm -hmm. Jesus, when he tried to reach people for Christ, reach people for him, he's God. Like, he already knew everybody that he was trying to reach. So, he knew exactly what their needs were before they even knew it so if you don't know people like that shut up like stop trying to say what they need and stuff like everybody there's a lot of Christians that go around and do that try to like say man god told me like about this about you and they just they just meeting them for the first time no he didn't you guessing right you know maybe sometimes he does but like let's be real so like if you don't get to know people then you know people don't care about how much you know they care how much love you show them whatever that's saying you say it. Right?
0: Uh, they don't care how much you know. They they don't want to know. She, now I now I messed it up. Oh, they want to uh, know how much you care.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: People people want to know how much you care before they care how much you know. Right. Yeah.
1: So man, you say it different every time, that was that was the best. Right? Yeah,
0: you're right. But I'm I'm not gonna try to remember what I said the first time.
1: <laughs> but Close yeah, that's, enough. Yeah, basically the same thing justin said earlier man like you're the salt of the world man salt gets to know its substances not just that when people hit the salt water and they have a cut what happens they burn like it hurts that's what should happen when unbelievers come to you they're coming to salt water you're the salt of the world right so if they have a wound they should feel it and they know that you can meet their need. and salt's good for you salt gets rid of bacteria and uh every you know, just fungus and stuff like that. Salt's good for you, man. So yeah, without salt we would die. We'd be nothing. Without salt, we wouldn't have flavor for life. Without salt, what what good would you know, everything would be bland and lame and pathetic, you know, all food. So yeah, that's what we are as believers, man. That's what we gotta be. So yeah, that's my question. That's the answer. The further answer. I'm done, man. I'm done. Unless you got something else, I'm good gonna too. close my ears for you say something else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good too.
1: All right, man, I'm closing this video, guys. Y'all make sure to uh, befriend my friend, uh, Justin Lee Howell, on Facebook. Uh, this is him today. Uh, Why? With his snowman. <laughs> Why?
0: Why would he show this?
1: <laughs> his Facebook page is Justin Lee Howell. Because it's, I mean, you need to make that your profile profile picture, man. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Cool. I'll
0: just replace my girlfriend with a bunch of snowmen.
1: Like, this is his girlfriend, y'all. I mean, it's not showing her face, though. It's kind of hiding her. She got a mask on. His LinkedIn, his Facebook page. I mean, his YouTube page is right here. Y'all subscribe to his YouTube page and watch all his videos. He's going to come out with way more. He's also helped me with my Sunday school lesson. So you guys seen him before on my YouTube channel. Um Upload past crossroads. He's one of my featured channels right here. You scroll all the way down on upload past crossroads. And uh, yeah, man, you just go ahead and go to my social media pages. Uh, befriend me, follow, like, comment, share all my content. I got a podcast listening to all that. All right, guys, you know the drill. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for joining us. All right, and God bless.
0: Yeah, y'all stay blessed.